Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, it's always good to hear the voice of the next president of the United States. Uh, You see this hat right here. You know, the other side is trying to make a bad word out of MAGA. Well, that's not going to exactly work. It just shows how stupid they are and how un-American. Make America great again. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to say something about the border, show you some some really striking video. Uh, I want to talk about this Secretary of Defense uh, mysterious uh, disappearing act. Uh, I want to talk about this Colorado case being taken up by the Supreme Court. And I want to talk about Biden's unbelievably hateful and divisive, ignorant speech from the other day. There's a lot to talk about here. I'm not going to uh, uh, be able to say everything I want to say about all these things, but we'll get back to them as as time goes on. Welcome to Praying for America. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. And uh, all of our team at Priests for Life sends you greetings and uh, good wishes as we uh, continue in this new year. And as we get very close to wrapping up this primary, it's about time. It's actually been wrapped up for a long time, but for goodness sake, let's get this over with and get on to winning the general election. So uh, let's go to the Word of God. I want to read a pertinent passage here from Paul's second letter to Timothy, and then we'll pray. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will come to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete patience and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Let us pray. Father, we are at a point now in our country where sound teaching with all patience and boldness is so necessary because we have an entire political party, the Democrat Party, that has wandered off into fables and myths and lies and takes us all for fools. Lord God, we will not be taken for fools. Lord God, we will not uh, uh, let our intelligence be insulted in this way, but rather we will defend our nation, our faith. We will defend truth and common sense. We will defend your kingdom. We will advance your kingdom. And we pray for that tonight, that every step taken in America by your faithful people will lead us closer to salvation ourselves and to the saving of 
our nation. Lord God, reinforce in us the values of respect for human life, starting in the womb. Because if we can't respect the life of a little baby, how are we supposed to respect anybody else? The life of a baby in the womb. If a politician can't respect the life of such a little baby, how, how are they supposed to respect our lives? Lord God, we ask you that the values that are rooted in our American founding, in, in, in freedom, in, in, in the restraint of government, and in the, in the value of the, the consent of the governed, that all of this, Lord God, the self-evident truths that we are all created equal, will be preserved, will be better understood, will be more faithfully lived. Grant us this prayer, for we need your assistance. We need your intervention in America right now. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. All right, so these ridiculous efforts to put President Trump off the ballot, it shows what these hypocrites on the left are, are, shows who they are when they say, oh, we're defending democracy, you know, like the Brandon said the other night, and we're defending democracy. Yeah, right. You guys are trying to keep keep a name off the ballot, trying to have secretaries of state and courts decide the election is Democrat radicals. Well, the Supreme Court has agreed, obviously. I mean, it was it was to be expected that the Supreme Court would intervene to stop this nonsense. So they're going to hear this case. They're going to hear oral arguments on February 8th. That's coming up uh, less than a month from uh, from now. In fact, exactly one month from uh, today. And uh, the Trump campaign issued this statement. We welcome a fair hearing at the Supreme Court to argue against the bad faith election interfering voter-suppressing, Democrat-backed, Biden-led 14th Amendment abusing decision to remove President Trump's name from the 2024 ballot in the state of Colorado. Colorado, hey, listen, we know a lot of great people in Colorado, but as a state politically, you are messing it up. You've been messing it up for a long time, okay? The so-called ballot challenge cases are part of a well-funded effort by left-wing political activists hell-bent on stopping the lawful re-election of President Trump this November, even if it means disenfranchising voters. Listen, the Democrats don't care anything about that. They want to disenfranchise voters. Their ridiculous piece of legislation introduced about the, you know, For the People Act in the last Congress. It's For the Politicians Act. For the power of the Democrat Party Act. They wanted to nationalize elections, take more power out of your hands. These people are sick. They care nothing about you. And their rhetoric is all exactly the opposite. It's a heap of lies that they want power to the people, that they're afraid of dictators. Meanwhile, they're exercising a dictatorial control and seeking for more of it like has never been seen in American history. And these people are... are, are are dangerous America haters. We go on. President Trump is dominating in the polls and the Biden presidency has failed all Americans. You can say that again. We are confident that the fair-minded Supreme Court will unanimously affirm the civil rights of President Trump and the voting rights of all Americans in a ruling that will squash all of the remaining ballot challenge hoaxes once and for all. Yes, that is what I also expect will happen. And uh, brothers and sisters, thank God for uh, the um, continuance in America of some semblance 
some semblance in one little quarter here or there of sanity and of actual constitutional republic uh, going on because it is uh, mostly eclipsed at this point. We can win it back, but it's mostly eclipsed at this point. Going on to point number two, I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised. In fact, we should come to expect this kind of incompetence, disrespect, and a lack of transparency from the Biden administration and the Democrats when you've got the Secretary of Defense. Now, keep in mind what's happening in the world today. Okay, and the Secretary of Defense is in the hospital for four days and nobody knows it? President doesn't know it? Goes into the hospital last Monday and the president doesn't find out about it until Thursday? Because the chief of staff of this Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, is, is ill himself and couldn't make the communication. And meanwhile, the deputy Secretary of State is out of the country? What kind of clown show is this? What kind of absolute lunacy is this? Now, you can count on it coming from the Democrats. You know, we've been saying, just count on all kinds of unforeseen, unheard of, unimaginable lapses in any kind of judgment or even sanity. Expect more of this garbage from them. There has never been in power in America, a more incompetent bunch of lying, cheating, corrupt, America-hating people. Of course, this is what they, you can't practice vice virtuously. And I always say this in terms of uh, uh, the abortion issue. You can't practice vice virtuously. I, I talk about it in terms of these, these, these abortionists. They're so corrupt. If your conscience allows you to tear a little baby apart, you're not going to care about OSHA standards, proper financial reporting, uh, or, 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 or medical uh, malpractice issues. You're not going to care about anything because your conscience has been so deteriorated. So it is with the Democrats. Oh, well, you know, Secretary of Defense, he doesn't have to tell the president that he's not at his post. They don't care. They're ruined. They've got a country to ruin. They're, they're, they're frying bigger fish here. They, they, they're, they're, they have a world to set off balance. They've got wars to start in, in the Middle East. They've got pet terrorists to fund. You think they're going to worry about telling the president that they're out of commission for a few days? And this, is, this is small potatoes for them. Expect more of this garbage. Talk to your fellow voters about it. Make sure they see it too. Make sure they see it too. Make sure they also see, going on to a third point here, the kind of garbage that uh, is in this video. I want to show you a video of a mom and her baby coming across our southern border. And I want you to just watch this and ask yourself, is this the way? that we help our brothers. I mean, I'm addressing myself, especially to religious hypocrites who are uh, all for all for open borders and, oh, you know, they don't, you don't care about the immigration problems 
you just want to, you know, blanket it all over with a with a, a holier than thou social justice blanket of saying, oh, well, you know, yeah, we got to care about our brothers and sisters in other countries. You know, we got to care about them. I want you to see this video and ask yourself, does this look like a way of caring about the people that want to come into our country? Maybe they have very legitimate reasons for, for wanting to come. But is this the proper way to care about them? Because we know they want to come. Take a look at this. And it's going up. And it seems like she got her hands stuck. Look at the little girl here. And then she got her sweatpants stuck. It seems like the little girl's gonna, gonna pull her in right now. They got her, they got her. <laughs> yeah. Yay! We love everybody. Come on in. We got a welcoming country. Yeah, we got to have open borders. Hooray! This is wonderful. Oh my goodness, we care about these people. Yay! They're our brothers and sisters. Oh yes. Oh my goodness, they should be able to come into America. What kind of idiots do we have running this country? What kind of lunacy is this? That's the way? That's the way. The greatest nation on earth is supposed to be welcoming people that we care about in other parts of the world. Listen, all you open border lunatics, shut your mouths because your minds are all, have already shut down. They shut down a long time ago, okay? So we don't want to hear anything coming out of your mouths. Because this lunacy is inhumane. You can pretend all you want that you care about all the poor people that want to come into our country. Give us a break. Stop insulting our intelligence and stop insulting them. Stop putting these people in a situation <clears throat> where they have to crawl under barbed wire. <coughs> Excuse me. Like you saw that those people just do. This is absolutely intolerable. This is, but this, but, but, but you see, this is what you get from the Democrats. They could stop this tomorrow, but they don't care. And those that are religious leaders that try to justify this garbage, you don't justify this in the name of, oh, those are our brothers and sisters. We have to care about them. If you cared one iota about them, you'd be working with us to stop this from happening and to put into office people who have enough common sense to close that border and to insist that people are going to come into this country through a process that is humane because it's legal, because we have the resources to do it the right way, and countless people have done it the right way and are doing it the right way. And you know what? When they do it the right way, they don't have to wade through muddy water that's up to their waist, and they don't have to crawl under barbed wire. This is sick.
And those who are allowing this to happen are sick as well. All right. Let's talk about sick. Let's go, Brandon. This guy gets up the other night and in a speech totally insulting to half the country, says things that are so totally indefensible, such complete lies, that it's hard to even find the words in the English language to, 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 to describe how despicable of a man this is and how despicable of a speech this is and how despicable an ideology this is that, that the Democrat Party has adopted going into this election. Of course, it's the same ideology that they've been using for, for years. Brandon got into the presidential race in the first place because he said, uh, oh, well, you know, this uh, terrible uh, speech that President Trump gave in 2017 when he said there's good people on both sides. It was very clear what President Trump was saying in Charlottesville, very clear that there are good people on both sides of a dispute about what to do with a statue, not equating people who are violent, racist, or white supremacists with those who are not. He made it clear that that's not what he was saying. And yet, oh no, that doesn't matter. These facts don't matter to Biden and these Democrats. They don't matter at all. And then going into the midterms, remember the, remember the devilish, the demonic speech he gave in Philadelphia with the red behind him? talking about the threat to America. First, he was saying at the beginning of the election, oh, you know, the soul of America is at stake. Biden doesn't know the first thing about the soul of America. Not the first. Democrats don't have any idea what the soul of America even is. And if they did, they'd be even more dangerous because all they want to do is destroy it. But these people now are trying to present themselves as the great defenders of democracy when absolutely everything they are doing is exactly the opposite. And the business about throwing Trump off the ballot is only one of countless examples. The uh, For the People Act, where they tried to take control of the elections on the federal level, is another. Uh, and on and on it goes with the over constant overreach of power, uh, constant, constant disregard of the Constitution. Constant disenfranchisement of uh, voters. It, it, it's just, it goes on and on. But just a few things, you know, this is going to require a much more a comprehensive response than I'm going to give you now. But I'm going to show you a few quotes and then show you a few things that, that Biden did not at all mention in this address, this ridiculous, shameful address. So he talks about January 6th and he says, oh, for the first time in our history, insurrectionists had come to stop the peaceful transfer of power in America. What ridiculous nonsense. People gathered together because they had concerns that they still have about how our electoral process is conducted. And Americans have a right to have those concerns, voice those concerns, and gather together to express those concerns. And that's what happened that day. Some people did things they should not have done, but uh, you call it an insurrection is absolutely absurd. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, since when does an insurrection take place uh, without arms? Without any weapons? Well, but how, many, how, many, how many rifles did, did they bring in there, these, 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 these MAGA people who were, who were genuinely upset 
How many weapons did they take in there into the capital? How many hostages did they take that day? How many people did they did they shoot their heads off? How many? To stop the peaceful transfer of power. These people don't know what they're talking about. Trump's claims about the 2020 election, Brandon said, never could stand up in court. Trump lost 60 court cases. False. You, you, you liar. Could never stand up in court. Yeah, something can't stand up in court when the court refuses to hear it. You're not making any distinction whatsoever. You're not, you're not, you're not even saying the words that the courts refused to discuss the vast majority of these cases on the merits of the case. And then you're going to say, you're going to translate that into, oh, well, it couldn't stand the, the assertion that he's making, the claims that he's making didn't stand up in court. No, it's not that they didn't stand up in court. It's that they weren't heard in court. You idiot. He calls them patriots. Brandon is saying about what 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 President Trump calls those that gathered together January 6 3 years ago. He calls them patriots. The rest of the nation including law enforcement saw Brandon says a lot of hate and violence. You mean what they saw on your democrat controlled biased media? Is that what they saw? You mean what they saw and heard through the spin of your Democrat loyalist commentators on, I don't know, MSDNC and and uh, 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 the Democrat-controlled uh, uh, network? Is that, is that, oh, is that what they saw? These MAGA voices, here, this one here, I'm going to put this on and read this sentence here. These MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, oh yeah, because they're all, they're all saints. Independents and mainstream, all mainstream Republicans. Oh yeah, you mean those losers too. We have to make our choice. Where's Catholic bishops when you need them? To call out people as divisive. Where, wait, wait, where are they? Anybody, anybody want to come in Come in here on the... We could put another chair here. Tell us about divisive, divisiveness. No, no, no. Here, here they'll, 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 they'll shut up about this. No, no, you won't hear the chorus of these left-leaning, Democrat-loving religious leaders that want to talk about divisiveness here and divisiveness there. When are they going to call out this as divisive? Any one of you want to come on the program and talk about division? You're so good at, at calling people divisive? No, you see? You see how he phrases this. They know the truth about Trump, but have abandoned the truth. So then he makes the leap of saying, if you abandon our view, 
of who these people are who gathered on January 6th. If you don't agree with our view of them as insurrectionists, well, then you've abandoned democracy. You haven't just abandoned the truth, which is nothing more than their twisted opinion. Now you've abandoned democracy, and now so now we have to exclude you. and We have to make our choice. This guy has no business being in the, in the White House. Brandon has no business, absolutely no business being there. He's a lying disgrace to this country, as is the party he leads. A lying, shameful disgrace. Our leaders, he said in this ridiculous, offensive speech, return power to the people. Oh, yeah, right. As I've explained to you before, every single policy of President Trump, the doctrine he follows and the MAGA message is precisely returning power to the people. Strong economy, less government regulation and taxes, flourishing of a very diverse economy, lifting people up out of poverty, off of food stamps, higher wages. Does that empower people or does that take power away from people? Increasing, not decreasing, religious freedom. Increasing, not decreasing, freedom of speech. School choice, standing for school choice, giving people the right to be born in the first place. Does this give power to the people or does this take power away from the people? Every policy, you can go right down the line. These people don't, they don't know anything about what President Trump thinks, what his policies have done. They pretend as if President Trump never enacted a single policy that made America better. They pretend as if they just erase in their demented heads all the good that has been done. I want to I show you a, a, a graphic here on the screen. I, I'm not going to go into any more of this garbage speech right now. But I want to do want to show you a very good graphic that, that, that sums up an analysis of the speech. Let's take a look at it here right now. In this speech, Brandon, who was very angry, okay, just basically he let us know what his reelection effort is going to be. This is from RNC Research. How many times in this speech did he mention the economy? Oh, uh, oh yeah, a grand total of zero. How many times did he mention inflation? That is a thorn in the side of, of so many Americans. Oh, yeah. Oh, a grand total of zero. How many times did he address border security and, you know, those uh, babies uh, being dragged under barbed wire? Oh, a grand total of zero. How about the debt and spending, out-of-control spending? Oh, yeah, he mentioned that zero times. Foreign affairs, might there be anything going on in the world that we have to be concerned about? Oh, he mentioned that, a total of, oh, I see, oh, look at that, zero. National security, oh, maybe the President of the United States might want to say something about this little element here of his job description. Oh, but he mentioned it zero times. Crime, oh, I don't know, maybe yeah, you may have something to say about that, but no, zero. And then finally, the fentanyl crisis. Oh, it is a crisis, isn't it? I mean, it's happening. And uh, yeah, he didn't mention that either. 
Oh, and he's got a lot to say, and he wants us to listen to him because here's the man coming to save democracy. What an idiot. Brothers and sisters, he's bargaining. He's betting on the fact. He's, he's risking that this strategy will work, that he's used in the past. Just attack Trump, attack half the country, attack MAGA, attack freedom-loving, hard-working Americans who simply, yeah, they want again, they want to make a bad word out of this. Make America great again? Really? You can try to taint that 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 word and that name and that phrase. And you want to ignore history. You completely ignore all the accomplishments of the Trump administration. And you're just gonna 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 tag and 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 tar this whole movement. Okay, so he's bargaining that this is gonna work to reelect him. There's this key problem with that, first of all, is that he's no longer the challenger uh, coming in who, yeah, many people voted for him because they didn't want or didn't like President Trump, but also at the same time thought that Biden might be at least an acceptable candidate and might be, be able to do the job. Things are very different now. See, the Brandon campaign, idiots that they are, they're trying to get, you know, you, you just double down on this same violent, hateful, divisive rhetoric and think it's going to work again. But this time there's a number of things that have changed. Now he's got a track record of failure. It's not that people are going to, and it's not going to be enough if somebody doesn't like President Trump, but they say, Oh, well, yeah, but we can't have Biden continue in there because, first of all, the failed policies, that whole litany of things, there's a reason why he didn't address those things not one single time. Because if he addresses those things one single time, people are going to say, yeah, things are pretty crappy right now in America in a lot of different ways. So what do you do when you have a failed record? You just do the kind of ignorant name-calling stuff over here like he did throughout this whole speech. Violent distortion of the facts. He's bank. He's going and this is not strategy. Is not going to work a second time because people now are not looking at him as a, a, a acceptable choice. With all these failed policies, not to mention the doubt that so many Americans have that he can even do the job. You saw him in uh, the latest uh, incident walking off of uh, the helicopter out of Marine One. The guy didn't know where to go. Couldn't find the motorcade. Couldn't, it's, it's like in the days. Like this. Yeah, all right. President Trump did this at his rally, so I can do it here on the. This is a, this is a. You saw it. You've seen it. It's it's, and people look at that and they say, "Is this man seriously considering going through a whole presidential campaign, and?" Being the commander in chief for four more years, really, and there's people who like, like little, 
what would you call it? Oh, four more years, four more years. And it's, it's like, just like robots. Because that list of topics that I showed you, let's put it up again, that, 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 that graphic here as we conclude. Those people, oh, four more years, four more years. Four more years of what? A crappy economy, unbridled inflation, zero border security, out of control debt and spending, a mess in foreign affairs, no national security, un unlimited crime, and an absolutely massive fentanyl crisis. Oh, yeah, four more years of that? Is that what you is that what you want four more years of? That's it. That's what you want, right? No, no, you see, that's why there's zeros next to all of that. Because the man to whom they're chanting four more years doesn't want to tell them what it's going to be four more years of. All right. I know you're with me. We got to do something about this. Let's recommit ourselves today to wake up our fellow citizens about all that's going on here. To wake up our fellow citizens and to do what St. Paul is talking about here. Proclaim the message, because people are not going to... See, this is why I chose this passage. They're not going to tolerate sound teaching. They're not going to tolerate common sense. They're not going to tolerate basic facts. They're not going to tolerate somebody pointing out to them the truth of how bad things are or how great the accomplishments were of the man and his administration and his movement that you are calling a threat to democracy. No, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. The Biden speech. Let's go Brandon. Pelosi tears up a State of the Union. I can tear up a ridiculous, insulting, divisive presidential speech. And we've got to tear it up by the truth that we proclaim. The messages we give to those around us, those in our influence, whether it's on social media or in your family or in any other way that you have the ability to do. Get the truth out there with more determination than ever before. Let's pray. Father, we come before you with deep concern for some leaders in our country that are not represented we put our country again in your hands because that's where our founders put it right from the beginning because they knew that a people disconnected from truth a people who like St. Paul says just surround themselves with itching ears with those who stir their own passions uh, are not going to be able to lead their families and their communities and their country in the direction of what is good and so Lord we ask for a recovery of of sanity in this nation, the recovery of enough people. Lord, we don't need 100%, but enough people who see the truth and are ready to act on it vigorously 
to save this nation. Lord, we bring before you all the prayer intentions that President Trump has and his team, his family, the legal battles that he is undertaking for us, the efforts that he is making and the willingness he has to undergo all this opposition all over again because he knows that he can do something to help save America. We pray for all his intentions, for his protection, for our protection. And Lord, we pray for the intentions of all our viewers right now, whether they are stated or held in the secrets of their hearts. We sum up all our prayers by offering the prayer Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks, friends. Um, wow, a lot of, lot of stuff to be, uh, to be righteously angry and concerned about. But let's put all this under the, uh, under the mantle of our Lord as we just did in prayer. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. God bless. Hello, I'm Dr. Alveda King, board member of Priest for Life. More money is being spent in America to kill babies in the womb than to save them. Together, we need to change that. And today, I want to invite you to support our work at Priest for Life. Why ours rather than other groups? Because we have a unique team that helps lead in every arena of the fight against abortion, and we activate the churches where you find people who are most likely to get involved in that fight. To awaken a pastor about abortion is to awaken thousands of people he serves. We do not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have a very high evaluation among charities and top security on our donation site, ProLifeGift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor, or you can call us at 321-500-1000. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.